And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast. Here to talk about yet another quiet week. These midweeks, the midweeks of nothing, are painful. But just before we started recording tonight, there's been some breaking news from Hewish Park. So we do have something to talk about. And here to talk about that breaking news is Mr. Ben Barrett. The midweeks of nothing sounds like a early 2000s rock emo band. Yeah. The midweeks of nothing. Taking I've already written that down as a song. title, by the way. Wow, <laughs> that's, we've that's gone so contender for a title, I think, the midweeks of nothing. <laughs> Put your pen down, Dave. There's no no <laughs> further titles necessary. That. It might, it, we, we might as well just wrap it up there, I think. And the midweeks unless, of nothing. Unless things are only going to get better. And your notepad's going to be full by the time we're finished here. It, there's, a, there's a 1990s song in that as well, mm. isn't there, I think, whilst we're talking about... Uh, yeah. I like to think that the midweeks of nothing once uh, covered things can only get better, but in like a <laughs> pop, rock, punky kind of way. Rock, punky kind of way. I thought you were going to yeah. say rock opera then. I was like, what is, yeah. No. I want to know what rock opera is. that like when, when Queen went a bit of opera? It's when them Finland dudes won Eurovision. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure Lordy. they were. Yeah. Hard rock hallelujah. Yeah. There you go. going to say, I think. I've not even were... introduced you yet, Dave, but you're in. Yeah. Come on yeah. in. I'm in as well. Can I ask? I've been I've been listening to a few Spotify, um, a few Spotify. I've been listening to a few podcasts on Spotify, and I've noticed that a lot of people who broadcast on Spotify like plug themselves at the beginning. They go, "We're three point seven, we're five point eight on Spotify, and we're part of the Acast original um, network providers or something like that." Should we be saying mm-hmm. stuff like that? You know, like and subscribe. Should we be doing that? We've got we've we've got a four point eight rating on Spotify. Hey, can I can I do it? Can yeah, do it. a little bit of silence? Okay, we're four point eight on Spotify. Does that sound good? Seventy two. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Is it out of seven or? Uh, I hope not. If it's not out of seven, it doesn't count, does it? Mm. No. Okay, four point eight out of five. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, seventy-two it people have have uh, have like reviewed, I guess. Wow. And the suggested episode, uh, best place to start, is Glover's Cast two six four, which, as you will remember, is he offered the gaffer a rub, which was the pre-season <laughs> chat that you had with Staunton and Cooper. Oh, okay. It's real doors off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about that. I reckon there might be another one there soon, Ben. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon mm. something we did last night might might. It was go it in was there, a pod, was it? it was a podcast episode we did last night, and that was <laughs> yeah, it. exactly <laughs> nothing to do with giving the gaffer a rub. I promise you. <laughs> well, there you go. That that noise you can hear creaking, folks. That's the rumor mill. That's the rumor mill going into overdrive. 
Correct. Right. So you just wanted to do the 4.8 bit, nothing else, like subscribe, yep. share, just we're 4.8 oh, on I, Spotify. I was going to say, I don't, I don't, you can tell these people have scripts and plans of what they're going to say. And I think in the first sort of two seconds of what we've said, it's quite clear that we don't have that at all. But I mean, I mean you might have a, a list, but maybe not a plan. This is authentic. This is authentic Glover's cast. That this is be. just, you know, authentic this is the roots. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, what do we think about Jamie Sendles White then? Departing Hewish Park, last seen at Western Supermare, trying Western to find Supermare. his way through the terrace to the dugout through a very sweaty, crowded group of Yeovil Town fans. And, and that put him off, did it? Maybe. It seems like it was enough. Well, yeah. farewell. Farewell, Jamie. We barely knew you. Farewell, Jamie. Farewell. Farewell. Oh, I thought it said fairway because he's a golfer. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I, I think psycho, um, subconsciously, I hope that wasn't a joke, but um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to sandwich. Sorry, sandwich a <laughs> golf pun in there. Just trying to wedge something in. I've just made that joke. He just did that. I just one. made that joke. To be fair to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, put it away. Whatever you do. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Golf is rubbish, isn't it? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> It's a good walk spoiled. Golf is rubbish, right? You're writing that one down. There's there's, there's two in a go. We've got a a genuine title race on our hands here. My God. And that in itself might be a title. (laughs) No, because we haven't got one of those. Um, I, uh, okay, let's, let's, should we talk serious? Serious football matters. Um, I am a little bit annoyed that he's left oh i said something negative um i am one percent worried about squad depth now because if anything were to happen to jake wannell or morgan williams there are very few people in a position to naturally replace them we've seen already over the last couple of weeks that we have missed a significant defender and not having a significant defender to call upon at this moment in time is a concern to me. Does anyone else feel the same? Would anyone else like to elaborate? I don't, I'm not overly bothered about the departure of Jamie Sendall's white, him as a player, because I think the player that we signed in the summer sounded fantastic. We say leadership material, Won the won the league at this level before, um, but I'm not sure that that player, I say, ever really turned up. That's a bit unfair because he, um, I'm, I mean, he did all right in some of the appearances that I saw him. But it's not like you're thinking, oh, what a great player. Remember, Ian might remember Western Supermare, 45 minutes of it, um, where apparently played well and 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 scored a scored a goal. But I don't think I miss him so much. But I do take your point about missing someone else who who could be that um other defensive cover but but equally if let's say uh, Jake Ronald or Morgan Williams got injured at, at Maidstone I don't think my first thought would be let's put let's get Jamie Sendles right on um but I guess what we're banking on is the fact that there isn't a transfer window in um mm. uh, at our level and we can 
tap Bristol City up for someone um, towards the towards the end of the season. You've always got that option, haven't you? So it's almost um, not necessarily the Bristol City option, but an option of bringing somebody else in. So I imagine we've got plans in place if for eventualities such as that. Please, sir, can I have an Idahan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think uh, we need another left footer. <laughs> I think we need another defender. Just I, see, I say this, and then I, I'm about to completely contradict myself because that's what I'm very good at. I was just looking at his actual minutes on the pitch. He played 65 against Hemel on the opening day. Played one against St Albans. Came on the last minute. He played 90 in the one-all draw at home against Maidstone. Played 90 in the 4-3 loss down at Haven, and then played that 45 against Western Superbear. In terms of league minutes. That's it. He's completed two ninety minutes for us, but I always felt like it was important to have that depth and roll it back to when we were when I was saying we should play players in the Somerset Men's Premier Cup. We need people to have minutes. Well, people that aren't having minutes are now leaving Staunton, JMD, and JS Dub um, have all departed. It just feels like. We are running a fine line. We've run a fine line all season. We've only had one goalkeeper for most of it. Um, but it's a little bit of a, a fine line. Dave's got his frowny face on. What do you want us to say, Dave? I'm just trying to think <laughs> about running a fine line. It's like, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Just, 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 yeah. Uh, it's like walking a fine line, but quicker, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, more likely to fall off as well if you uh, if you run a fine line, I imagine. But um, correct. I don't know. Have you ever seen those like uh, Takeshi Castles clips where they just absolutely bomb it and do the whole thing really quickly because they've run yeah, it rather momentum, than taking momentum. it slow and yeah, yeah, being a bit trepidatious about it. I, I was also thinking that I've seen the bulk of Jamie Sendles White's career as a Yeovil Town player as well. <laughs> <laughs> With the exception of that Maidstone yeah. game, I think I've uh, I've got it all. You were everyone, you were in Maidstone, but not at the football. I was, yeah. Well, no, I, yeah, I never quite got to Maidstone that time out, but uh, yeah, I was in the general vicinity. Yeah, I'm. Um, I think I'm sort of I'm not too fussed about personnel as such, but there is a concern. Um, I mean, there's been a concern since Josh Staunton left in terms of defensively because Jamie Sandals White wasn't fit. Um, I know we've brought Jay Falston in, who we've been told plays centre back or can play left side of a three and that sort of thing, but he didn't against Maidstone. Alex Whittle did. Um, so there's a bit, there's a bit there, isn't there? But you'd you'd hope that this is out of date in, you know, by the time lunchtime rolls around. Mm. On Friday, and there's an extra body in the door because, I mean, we didn't really get any. We got no clarity on Michael Smith or Charlie Cooper ahead of Tunbridge, and you know, I, I feel a lot more comfortable going into a game knowing Michael Smith's back available. And because, in all fairness to Wannell and Williams, I mean, Wannell had that one injury, didn't he, where he was out for a little bit, and Idahan comes in. And then he came back pretty sharpish, but they've been, you know, pretty fit all season, managed to stay injury free. And every time we've said we don't want to break them up, it's 
Um, yeah, so I think we have been lucky in that respect that we've been able to keep our two best centre-backs fit and available for all of the season. But like Mark Cooper said in his press conference, some of it's we've been quite lucky, but now we're getting a few bumps and bruises, aren't we? I'm just going to check, but I've got a feeling one of one or Williams is not a million miles away from a two-match ban either. I'm just going to check. Um, Jordan Young still sits on nine cautions to one more and he misses two. Yeah, Jake one or seven already. He needs three more and he'll miss two games. And the cutoff isn't till end of March, I think, without checking. So there's that. Whittle's on six. Uh, Charlie Cooper on eight and Worthington on seven. So um, we are going to lose a couple more. You'd think that Jordan Young would be lucky to get through to the end of March or whenever the cutoff is with just nine to his name. So, you know, numbers will, will deplete further as they go. I think I've I've got faith because you look what we, you know, JMD went and we brought Courtney Senior in. Then we've brought Dylan Morgan in yep. and we've brought Sam Pearson in. So as players have departed we have brought in where we've we've needed to so i'm not you know i'm sure if mark cooper knows michael smith and charlie cooper aren't available he's you know Hmm. pretty vocal about needing to get someone else in to um you know pad that defensive line out a little bit so yeah i've got faith just because of what's happened this season we've been a we seem to have been able to Solve it pretty sharpish. Yeah, I'm fairly confident there's a plan there, but um, we'll see whether that plan is is required or not. But I, I keep thinking to myself, Jordan Stevens got to be back soon, hasn't he? Been on the bench a few times. Um, you'd have thought minutes. I mean, minutes on 3G pitches, um, maybe. But no, I'm. Aren't the aren't the best thing for someone who's had a hamstring injury? Was it hamstring? He was hamstring, wasn't he? Or was he knee? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was hamstring. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you would think he's got to be due sometime at some point in the near future. I'd like to ask a Jordan Stevens-based question, please, for either of you who are there. Does he actually wear his kit on the bench, or is it a token gesture substitution position? Like, is he ready to go? Because I see him on. After HP on the HP sources, no. and he's like completely wrapped up. Yeah, no, he is. Well, he certainly was wrapped up against uh, St. Albans. Uh, he was warming up, definitely warming okay. up at um, Maidstone. Um, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> he's been on HP source pinging them top bins, hasn't he? But yeah, I, I can't say I noticed. Uh, um... What's the last home game? Wasn't Hemel? Slough. Slough. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I noticed at halftime, but I wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah. I'll have hmm. a look at Charlie. So we didn't really find out a great deal um, ahead of Saturday. Like I said, no news on Smith or Cooper, but... There was a, a nugget at the end that um, Jake Hyde and Reese Murphy are months rather than weeks away from playing, which uh, the season ends in two months. Um, yeah. 
which reading between the lines would suggest we might not see them again. I don't think we had, I don't think we know if they signed year long. I don't think it was communicated whether they had year deals or what. Um, but what do we think about that? I mean, I I wonder with their fitness record, whether there was a element of play this many appearances and we'll give you a contract as well. But I don't know. It's a, it's a shame for the running that we're not going to have either of those experienced, experienced players up top to make the difference. Yes, a shame, definitely. And like um, like we've said for a number of weeks now, not having those kind of players to bring off the bench, I think, um, as well as in the starting lineup, is definitely... Um, uh, you've, we've noticed it, I think, not having their, their experience to do the, the things that they do. But equally, I think we said it the other week, we've done... We've been so lucky to have seen as much... Uh, to lesser extent, Jake Hyde, because obviously he has had his um, injury ins and outs. But I think we've been we've done very well to get what we have got out of uh, out of Reese Murphy. So, I, I mean, I wasn't personally that surprised. I, I when he was talking about the foreseeable future the other week, the manager, I thought that probably was it. So, wasn't overly surprised when he said uh, that. Yeah, but some people can only see so far, can't they? Who's that? Who some said people that? Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. people don't have the foresight. Oh, there you go. It's how I've got Malay Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you yeah. might have more of an idea of what's foreseeable than others, uh, yeah. like myself, yeah. who think the foreseeable yeah. future is just I can only see next Tuesday, tu- just about to next Tuesday. I think yeah. at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Christ. Um, <laughs> Reese Murphy has played 1,500 minutes, according to Transfermarkt, this season. Um, doesn't feel like a lot, does it? But they've not been a bad 1,500 minutes. Um, Jake Hyde, 726. That doesn't really, feel a lot. That doesn't feel a lot either, does it? Um, obviously... I, I would disagree. I, I think, I think uh, Murphy's 1,500 minutes. don't know. Sounds like a big number to me. Yeah, Give me £1,500, I'd be all right with it. <laughs> for, um, for context, Morgan Williams sits at 2789 as the highest. Matt Worthington, 2748 Jake Wannell, 2700 plus, And only Frank Newell is over 2500 So that's kind of what you're getting. Uh, bottom of the list is Scott Pollock with zero. <laughs> Jake one or two thousand seven hundred plus sounds like a, another um, strange indie band of some kind, doesn't it? Dedicated to Jake one or yes, it does. <laughs> um, those numbers have fried my brain. Uh, yeah, I mean, I th- I thought I I think the fact that we got to you know when did Murph- Murphy pulled up at Taunton, didn't he? Mm. So the fact that we got this far without any major injury, I think we were all pretty... I was surprised at. Um, yeah, but there we go. It'll be, uh, I don't know, what do we think about the future for them? Depends on what contracts they signed. Yeah, it depends on what contracts, isn't it? I mean, I'm certainly not turning down either next season in any way, shape or form, but we'd have to plan for this eventuality as well. 
we'd have to know what's going to happen. We'd have to know who our Ollie Thomas is. We'd have to probably sort out the rest of the attacking unit with Linton Fisher and and the rest in mind. Um, but if there was an option to keep both, I think they're both good enough for the league above. They've just had stinking injury records, haven't they? I don't think you can... I just don't think you can afford... No. Afford it. Because if, if they do, if it happens in September mm. and then you've committed so much per week, no, I just don't think you can... I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother. I don't think... Murphy, you'd you'd say worth a bit more of a risk, but I think from what we've seen from Jake Hyde this season and those amount of minutes, I wouldn't bother. No, I'd, I'd agree with you on on Hyde. I mean, uh, probably fifty fifty on Murphy, but it all depends on what we think, uh, because you know, the medical team will have a better idea of the risk to reward ratio of um of both players won't they and i imagine they wouldn't disagree with you because because we're going to be in the league above we're going to be able to sorry dave we are going to be able to pick up you know when players drop out of the efl look what darren sal did when he came in and the players that he brought in like you'd like to think that there's that next tier of experienced players who'd be willing to make the drop down to to us and just get us on up again. Mark Cooper gets metrics get, out. Yeah, not that I want to get too far ahead of myself. No, but big <laughs> losses, big losses um, this season. Of that, there is no doubt. But... I'd say Ollie Thomas is a big addition. I'd say that we've got people within the group that can be as useful. Sam Pearson's shown in a short period of time he's clearly got an eye for goal. Jordan Young still's going well. Dylan Morgan's kind of got himself to a level now where I think we'll see a bit more of him. Fish is back in the squad. I'm still a fan of what Fish can offer. So, yeah, I think I think there are still options there. I'm glad that we've got them. You still think Fisher? You're banging I, that Fisher drum. I, I, we, we, when we had him for our big season preview, I said that in his head he has scored a late winner against Weymouth to win us the league. That is still on. That's still in his head. You think? Yeah. You're still living rent free in Alex Fisher's head. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I still think he's got a part to play. Goal-bound shot on Saturday. That... <laughs> Sorry, that's all I'm that is a striker in the right place at the right time. <laughs> he definitely was. Yeah, that, yeah. That is, all good strikers should be getting in the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you're I, nothing I... but consistent, Ben. That's that's all I'll say. Yeah, correct. There's still a part to play. There's still a chapter to be written. Mm-hmm. Definitely. This is name in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's you also say had a something. Pop at the, the... Go on. Go on. No, you like go I on, say, Dave. Let's say something really vague, like "time will tell," which doesn't mean anything, does it? Sounds like okay. a '90s indie band. Time will tell. Um, <laughs> I'm just write down a list of '90s indie bands. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark Cooper also had a, a good old healthy go at the National League as well, didn't he? In I know we've been asked about the the pitch 
situation with Taunton, but um, Truro now, well, it's at Taunton, isn't it? Truro now playing at Taunton. Just around the corner. (laughs) Just down the drive. And we've all seen the photos of the pit or the video of the pitch after, was it Tuesday night they played? Mm. I think we can call it a pitch. Uh, There's a few ponds in the middle of it, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, and now another team's going to be playing on it. It's it's ludicrous. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start this little bit of the conversation with a chat uh, with a prediction that Truro don't complete the season at Wordsworth Drive. I think they have a, a third home venue before the season's out. They've got twelve home games left, on top of everything that Taunton have got, on top of this weather that we're having. Unless they're planning on playing games on that pitch, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday in the summer months, I, I it, how on earth is it going to happen? They all just going to be locked out their ground as well, couldn't they? At some point, <laughs> yeah. there Maybe. are stadiums between even Plymouth and here, like like Tiverton, for example. That can't be that different to Plymouth Parkway, surely, um, or yeah. Dorchester. That's a bit. That's a bit further, I'd say. No, but it's 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 in between. I mean, Torquay, (laughs) Torquay, not want to lend it up for a bit. I don't don't get their pitch is pretty woeful as well. I just don't. I don't understand how that's the deal that makes sense. No, I think it's the deal because Taunton need the money. Presumably, that's they're getting some something out of it. Yeah, or like... m- money behind the bar whenever Truro play there is at a minimum, I would presume. Well, yeah. Put a Cornish pale ale on or something, can't mm. they? But... I did see some comments that um uh that on on the post that Truro put out that some people have said, "Why can't we play in Falmouth or something like that?" And people like Falmouth hate us, so they don't want us there. Um, right. that would be fun. That I would go for that. That's a not they've got. It's a funny little. It's a classic ground, famous little stadium. Um, yeah, that would be a good trip. That'd be a great away day, Dave. You'd have to come down for that one. If you can go to Kent, you can go to Cornwall. I don't know. I think you'll find Kent Cornwall is quite a long way. I mean, as I discovered <laughs> last weekend, I live a very long way from Kent, but I definitely live a lot further from Cornwall. And are you going to Kent again this weekend, Dave? The listeners want to know because they're hoping to not see you there. I'm going to go in a Groucho Marx style, uh, yeah, nose and moustache and glasses. So, yeah, because, I mean, obviously the players instantly recognise that I'm there and that affects their performance because, <laughs> you know, such an influential figure. But, um, you know, when, I, when I'm there, people notice, apparently. Did you <laughs> did you see how defensive Dave got on social media earlier, Ben? I, I, I saw he I kept the receipts. I, I went I, and I didn't ruffle them. I I went full Rafa on it. These are facts. That's all I'm all I'm doing is talking facts. I don't deal in half truths, but I do I do I do uh, massage my facts to the extent that I didn't mention any of the games I've been to where yeah, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> but I also pointed out all the games that I went to where we hadn't lost away games. That is, my home record is hundred percent. Three games, three wins. Boom. Boom. Bring me home, boys. 
We keep telling you to come back, and you just you say, no, I'm going to Kent instead. <laughs> I'm going to Kent instead. Prom <laughs> I promise you, it's nothing to do with Kent. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Kent. The only good thing about Kent is that it's close to London, and London is quite easily accessible on the train from me. Um, last weekend was less so because there weren't any trains, but uh, this weekend there are trains, so I shall be on one of them. Can trains go through the snow? Uh, yes, trains can oh. go through the snow, um, but Helpful. we don't. We 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 don't all live in uh, you know the north, uh, the like the part of the north that you do. There's Same. no snow where I am anymore. <laughs> I live by the sea, mate. There ain't no snow here. It hit the ground and it disappeared into rain. That's that, that's what it did. And as I understand it, in the south of England, all it has done is precipitate all day. Correct. Yeah. Um, did anyone think Dylan Morgan would be more Welsh than he is? It's a yeah. very Welsh name, isn't it? <laughs> is he, is he Welsh? He played for Wales under something, didn't he? Did he? Well, now I'm thinking of Sam Pearson, aren't I? He's quite Welsh, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he's quite Welsh. I think Dylan uh, Morgan was at Newport, or was that Jay Falston? I mean, they're all Welsh. Um, he was at Newport. He was also at Forest Green for a short period of time. Yeah. yeah. Swansea. I, mean, Swansea I think, I think you're, you're putting a lot on his surname there, aren't you? Mm. And his first name. Dylan. No. Is that a Welsh name? Dylan Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Bob Dylan. All those famous <laughs> Welsh people. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin um, Dylan. Sam Self. <laughs> Set himself a target of 10 goals this season. He's yeah. already scored six. So four to go. Accent, really, but, yeah. Was that what you was that an attempt at a Welsh accent? No, I'm not even going to attempt one. Oh, okay. So, unless I say, you know, Dave, Dave's coaches. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to. <laughs> um, Naughty Norman right, Price. All right, Dave, how's it going? All right. <laughs> Can I make a football point, please? Because that's what the people have tuned in for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, they haven't. Uh, he's got a very good record against Tunbridge Angels. In his last two games against them, he has scored three goals. He scored two in a 3-0 win uh, against Tunbridge on the 9th of September and then also scored against them um, in his last appearance for Taunton was against Tunbridge. He then very conveniently missed that game against us shortly after and then lo and behold he was our player well I sit and wait for his next goal I just thought I would bring that in because he, <laughs> he said he said in his interview he said I've always had quite a good I've always he said I don't think I've ever lost against them and so I looked and I was like better than that mate you've bad goals Dylan Morgan he scores goals I, I've got nothing to add here, so I'm just saying stupid things. But, okay. <laughs> Singing, making up chants again. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Nobody ever joins. <laughs> Maybe there's a Fireman Sam song for him. Why Fireman yeah, Sam? Played... Oh, he was Welsh, wasn't he? Yeah. Monty yeah. Pandy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, where where would he, um, where oh, sorry, would he fit in? Where would he fit in in a in, uh, in Wales? Apparently, in Wales. 
that's where in the valley. <laughs> um, that's where he would uh, where would he fit into our uh, our tactical formation? Who would you who would you take out to put him in? Do you have to take someone out? Didn't he start? Or how would well, uh, no, he didn't start. No, no, no. But he started against Slough. Start against Slough. That's true. Yeah. So you would have to take someone out from the starting lineup against Maidstone to put him in. Who would be that? Yeah, we played that higgledy piggledy formation, though, didn't we? Against Maidstone. Yeah, Maidstone. Yeah, I'm, I'm not higgledy piggledy formation. Is that is, is that a town in Wales? Um... <laughs> higgledy piggledy. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I don't think you need both Whittle and Falston. <laughs> so that's how you change it for me. And you just have a... That's... that's If we're going to talk, talk Tombridge, if we are without... If we are without Smith at right back, one thing that I got from your podcast and from listening to it and from talking to people who were there and the rest of it was, we didn't know how we started. We looked um, all over the place at the start defensively. And if you're missing a key player like Smith, what we needed was, this is how you look. <laughs> Don't get it mixed up. And if that's Worthington, that's Worthington. But we need to have that absolute clarity of, this is what the back four or five looks like. Yeah. People in their roles, Jake Wannell on the right doesn't work. We know that. Get him where he's at his best. If you've got to put him... I'd rather have Whittle or Folsom on the other side, because at least they've got full back brains. And it's sort of... Keep the middle bit like we know it works and then work around it. So that might be Worthington. That might be put Whittle to the right, Falson on the left. But we need to have that. I think it just needs to be clearer because it felt like from reading your stuff day from the day and listening to people. And- like I didn't have a bloody clue what the formation or defence was for the first yeah. like half an hour. And you're absolutely right because it changed at least three times. <laughs> exactly. And that's and by that time, you're 2-0 down and chasing a game. Let's just have that this weekend, I think. Just this is what we're going with. This is how it looks. It makes sense. Keep it simple, I think. Away from home, on a 3G, keep it simple, I think. Against a part-time team, a team that maybe hasn't done quite as well as they could. Although I will say they're on a decent little nick of form at the minute. Um, Especially at home. I think it's... It's far easier to keep it simple. Did we overcomplicate it? I don't want to repeat last week's podcast that I wasn't on, but did we just simply overcomplicate that against Maidstone? And actually, we got through Slough because we kept that defensive element simple. I think to the point that you've made there, I think we knew what we were doing against Slough. I felt like we were confused against Maidstone. Um, and I say the fact that it, it changed in, in the space of about, well, Seconds after they scored that mm. first goal, we were changed. We, we changed the um, the not the formation, but the makeup of the formation. Mm. Um, so, yeah, simplicity was definitely not there on Tuesday. And I defer to Ian as to whether it was there against Slough, but from what I could see, it was. Yeah, yeah, Slough. It was familiar. Just had Worthy on the right, but obviously, as we said. Cooper was the big miss in the middle of the pitch. Mm. Why, yeah. Yeah, wherever he was needed in there, really. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd be surprised if Cooper was back. I did say after Maidstone that he was hopeful that um, Michael Smith would be back uh, for, we said he had a chance this, this weekend. Um, so, hopefully. So, 
So what do we do with this Cooper situation then? Because it was a lot to throw Josh Hours in. Yeah. After not kicking a ball for so long. I I am inclined, if we don't have Cooper and Worthington's at right back, I am inclined that Hours stays and we don't try and be too clever with it. But I just wanted to know your thoughts because I'm 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 not going to judge Josh Hours on one performance where I haven't heard anyone say he's done massive amounts wrong, but people are saying, cool, we missed Cooper, didn't we? Well, the guy that's come in for him hasn't kicked a football in anger. I would ju- judge Josh Hours on the performances that he put in earlier in the season when he was excellent um, mm. and really only, well, he, he felt, he could have felt quite hard done by that he got dropped at the time that he did, but equally mm. what we've done since then um you, you can understand it, but yeah, there's definitely Josh Howard is a good player and more than capable of doing that job. But like you say, coming up with like he'd had two one minute appearances off the bench. Mm. Yeah. So you stick with hours. Yeah. You don't try and muck around with that too much. What do you think? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think you keep it as it was. If um yeah, if Cooper can't play, get hours some minutes. Yeah. Oh, nice, good, Cooper, t- good time joke. Hours and minutes, nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was I. I'd written that one down earlier. Actually, that one was on my list of things to say. Um, yeah, I think yeah, keep him in. Um, just like you said, hasn't kicked a ball in anger. I think. I mean, I mean, it's a moot point if Michael Smith's back available. I think he probably goes straight back out again. But if, if not. <laughs> Let's have him. Okay, um, let's do it. Quick 11. What are we thinking? I'm going to say that Smith doesn't make it and Cooper doesn't make it. What are we going with? Day in goal, right back. Uh, what are we going with, Ian? Quick thoughts. Just rattle through your initial... Can I rate. say Michael Smith does make it or are nope. you telling me he doesn't? I'm <laughs> telling you he is unavailable. They're not going to yeah. risk him on the 3G pitch and they'd rather have him for afterwards. Worthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. worthy. Yeah, worthy. Williams, one all. Left back. Whittle. Whittle. Okay. Middle two. Going hours and low Sunny. Everton. Yeah. Hours and Ian. I mean, hours and Sonny. Yeah. Hours and Ian. The likeness is uncanny, but yeah, okay. And then I guess the front three. Frank. Got to have Frank. Um, Pearson. Young. Okay. So no Dylan Morgan. No. Okay. I'm trying to think how you can get... Um, but then I don't want to drop any of the other three either. Do you go have Frank? Yeah, can't take Frank out. Can't take Youngie out. Pearson. I think Pearson would be the way. You know, bringing him off the bench could yeah. be dynamite, couldn't it? Um, and having him off the bench like and scored at Maidstone. Dylan Morgan, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, but that second half performance, I say, was going to going to bed by um controlled but it wasn't it wasn't really doing anything dynamite up front until mm. um a nice pass in to frank and then it was that goal was although it's a beautiful it was a really nice finish it was more about frank Nubley's play than um than anything else i think so yeah whereas dylan morgan i think against slough and i was obviously watching on the stream but looked quite bright didn't he when he when he played yeah. Started, yeah. I wouldn't be averse to the idea. But I was. Who didn't play against? Who didn't play against Slough then? 
Oh, we had Cooper uh, and Sonny. And then there were three of Morgan, Nubler, Young in behind Pearson. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you, um, Dave. Yeah, but I, Young... Uh, oh, don't worry. Sorry. I'm getting right. mixed up in my brain. You're trying to count our players from that slough game as well, aren't you? I was <laughs> yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah. Thinking, I'm sure that's 12 players, but yeah. Yeah. Because it's it, that, that's the Folsom Whittle thing, the fact that we both had them both against Mason, right? Oh, yeah, Folston. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah Folston wasn't there, was he? Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm inclined to agree with you, I think, Dave. I'd take Pearson at the firing line and have him from the bench. If you've got Pearson and Thomas coming off your bench, whether you're 1-0 up, 1-0 down, or 0-0 in a tight game, and you've run a part-time, part-time team ragged with Young and Morgan, yeah, that's I, I would... Yeah, that's how I'm thinking for... For the for the weekend, Ollie Thomas actually that when when he did get the balls uh, surprised me with his pace mm. for a man of his size. He uh, showed that against Truro, didn't he? Where he whipped around that fella to score the the equaliser. He can shift. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has got shift. pace. He has got pace. Yeah, yeah, he's a powerhouse. Mm, definitely. Should we take some questions? I think there's quite a few. Okay. <clears throat> We might have to trim some of these as well because we've answered some of them. Dan Cabell has asked us about the Truro ground move. We've done that, Dan. Thank you. Mm. Um, QSU, why do some grown men revert to the primary school playground shouting your mum at each other? And is there a cure? Funny, isn't it? <laughs> he's, he, he's, he's tweeted a great video of um, uh, Newman and Badil's first history. Watch it. It's funny. I, is there a cure? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. No, no, unless there's a cure for the whole of man or humankind, I should say. Why stop comedy, hey? Yeah. I, I feel like I'm lost with this question. <laughs> but go on, Colin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you not do you not understand it when people are like, your mum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. It's just, yeah. Is this just a, is this a um, Hugh holding up a mirror to society or? I think so. Okay, right. Good. Colin. <laughs> Colin, Yorkshire Glover. Is part of the problem uh is part of the problem that we keep losing Ah, oh, this is how is this written? Um is part of the problem that we keep losing in Kent is that the team travels half the day on the bus the morning of the game. Right. Um so it's traveling up the, the same day down. to Kent. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help, I imagine, when the bus breaks down. It's, it's an interesting point, actually. I imagine we've had no overnighters other than Wrexham this season. No, I'd say I you're probably right. And that, I think it, it can make a difference. Um, and you have to, and I imagine there are processes of um, stopping somewhere and getting everybody out, going for a walk or getting there as early as they possibly can to stretch legs and all the rest of it. So I imagine they've thought of those things, but there is something to be said for that um, at our level. Very, very few teams will do overnight, if any. Geographically, it's not necessarily required, but there are some teams in the Southwest that do some miles. Mm. I was I was just thinking to myself, and this is probably, um, I'm living in the past here, but I was thinking there must be a lot of our players who live in the Southeast anyway, but it's probably not, is there, when you think about it? Um, because I'm thinking uh, uh, quite a number of our players are like Bristol-based or 
up that way, aren't they? And I can't really think of, um, probably Reese Murphy's the only one I could think of who uh, I'd know for a fact is or was South East based. But, I think Jake yeah. Hyde might be from South End days. Not sure. Perhaps, perhaps. But yeah, everyone else you'd imagine either lives in South Wales or the South West, I think. It is. I, I think it's a really interesting point, actually. And, and maybe it's something that someone can ask at a future sort of point of a press conference, maybe for a long trip that we have got. Avely's got a bit of a, a long distance to it, hasn't it? So there might be something to be said, but I'm not sure geographically or financially it makes much sense at our level to do many overnights. Uh, Jonathan Adams. Evening, guys. I hope Dave is not travelling to Tunbridge on Saturday. I have made the decision not to go on the grounds all games Dave and myself attended. We seem to lose. Awkward. Well, oh. I'd take look, look at yourself, Jonathan, is all I'm going to say. But, oh, dear. <laughs> <no>. I've, uh, <laughs> I've been accused of being defensive, um, and quite rightly, I have gone full Rafa Benitez on social media and uh, stated the number of games that I've won and I, I away you've won. You've won. I, well, well, no, 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 come on. If I'm being accused of losing games, then surely I get the credit of winning games. So when you all want to thank me for wins at Hampton and Worthing, I'm here. All right. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at transfer marks again. So many minutes you've played. I'm just trying to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slightly less than Scott Pollock. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, more well, traveling than it's Scott Pollock. Let's be even handed about it. If I'm responsible for the defeats, I'm responsible for the wins as well. Yeah. Dave has more of a claim to a title winner's medal, should it be coming, than Scott does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Callum Hallett, if you would buy any microwavable ready meal, what would it be and why? Oh, it's a question. It's a great question. Can I just say, I lived off. As a student, which was, you know, sort of 1874, obviously, I lived off rats. That I, <laughs> I, I, know, I lived off um, Aldi. Avoiding the plague. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Aldi um, uh, chicken curry ready meals. I didn't live off them, but I did eat a lot of them, as I remember. Um, Aldi? I, I think Aldi, yeah, yeah. Aldi Aldi was around in Preston when, when, when I was a lad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they definitely there was a, there was an Audi because they they don't do yeah no they don't do an Audi but they always did this thing where they never had carrier bags and they had to put everything in cardboard boxes. The box, like yeah. Little did that, didn't they at the yeah. start? Yeah, but Audi um Audi had the same as well, and I remember I remember walking back to my student halls with a box that literally was full of ready meals and like a pack of um, scourers or something like that. So yeah. <laughs> And some Cronenberg. Yeah. Scourers. Huh? Scourers. Yeah, well, you know, cleanliness, Beth. Is, is that what happens when the curry goes through you afterwards? <laughs> Move on. Scour uh, yourself, yeah. <laughs> um, I like the surprise when Jen comes home from a Marks and Spencer shift and she like, it's like, oh, this thing was reduced. This chicken pie thing was reduced. You can take it to work tomorrow. I'm like, yes. They do some great ready meals. Yeah, I had um, I did have a uh, what's the Charlie Charlie and the chocolate factory? No, Char is it Charlie Hyam? No, <laughs> just naming Charlie's now. Co no one said Cooper, have they? Ready meal producer Charlie Hyam? Is it Hyam? 
What have I got that wrong? Anyway, I ate one of his lasagnas tonight, but um, I can't think what they are. But what then... did he say about it? <laughs> Excuse oh, me, man. Said, hey, give him a lasagna, man. <laughs> that well-known oh, Italian, man. Charlie. That was well. No, no, no. Yeah, it was uh, Italian. Boyo, what are you doing with that? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. Just, I don't. We don't really have many microwavable ones, but I'm just going to go with a, a lasagna because. I'm quite lazy. Let's just get one in a meal, ready meal, and whack it in. I would lasagna for one, please. Mm. I'd always have them cook a lasagna. Don't think you can microwave it. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. I don't enjoy it, but <laughs> it's, it's at the time, yeah. yeah. Uh, Robin Bachelor. Uh, asks, how easy do you find it to separate our on-pitch success with the nonsense off it? I'm grateful that results are much better than expected and excited that uh, <clears throat> excited with what we're building as a club, but have this nagging feeling that MH's temperament will undo all of the good work eventually. Well, I think I asked a question in midweek if Yeovil Town social media was a place who would live there. Um, and I think that it, it is with great pleasure that it's not real and we don't have to live there. Uh, and there's an awful lot of um, hyperbole and nonsense that does go in there, which we do get very hung up on. And there is a degree of um we should get hung up on some things i think as a as a supporter base we admitted over the last couple of years that we didn't ask enough questions about things that were going on off the pitch and therefore i think it's right that we do ask questions about things that are going on off the pitch but we've got to balance that with the undoubtedly good things that have gone on off the pitch as well and if we could cut out the nonsense, which is driven by uh, people, certain people who have ag agendas or people who have grudges, um, then I think the world would be a much better place. And I'd be more than happy to live into that YTFC world where it was a, a, a far more balanced place than it certainly seems to be. I feel like I've learned over the past 18 months that Social media is not everything. There is there is a world far beyond it, and it is a much better world. Um, and so, whenever I see whenever I see anything good, I take a step back and go, "We are we are we are telling people in other ways that things are good. Things are happening, right? We're telling people who don't have social media that we've got this amazing football club back heading in the right direction, right? We're doing that. But when things quote nonsense occurs. I'm also sat there going, this isn't real. And this is not reaching the number of people that it feels like it's reaching. Mm -hmm. So I don't get too bogged down in it. I'm also very aware that we as a supporter base, I feel have learnt an awful lot over the last 18 months in so much as we know how to ask questions. We didn't 18 months ago. And a lot of that fell on our door. And I feel like it doesn't necessarily fall on our door anymore. 
Um, I hope that things continue in the background. I would love the Glover's Trust to be as strong as they possibly could be because I think a, a strong supporter presence is always good. When things are good, it just makes them better. When things go wrong, they're there. So for me, there's there's so much more that we've learned and we've got better at as a supporter group. So that's how I separate it because we can. And yeah, I feel like we're as a supporter base are in a good position to act if we need to. And and that word if is doing some heavy lifting, real heavy lifting, to be honest with you. I think I, I think I can, I, I find it quite, I'm not sure about separating it because I, I know, yeah, Robin's question is about on the pitch with nonsense off it, but off the pitch has been transformational this Absolutely. season, yeah, as well. So it's, yeah. it's, it's not even that it's off the pitch. It's like you said, people with agendas, mm. with a website that looks far more credible than it is. That does it look? No, it doesn't does it? look that credible. Exactly. That's what credible? I'm saying. <laughs> That's how. That's how. That's how. It's <laughs> the lack of credibility that's on there. That the website looks far more credible than what's the spoof written. that we did all those months ago. <laughs> the spoof. The spoof that you did looked far more creditable. It's and I just that stuff is all. It's just bollocks, isn't it? It's just. And that is why it's nonsense. Yeah. It is nonsense because it's it, like you say it's not it's not even on the pitch or or, or off the pitch. It's it's, pe- it's nothing to do with pers- it. It's nothing no, to do with the pitch. Personalities, <laughs> no. uh, you know, falling out with each other, um, and they just happen to be personalities that are linked to the football club. But yeah, it's just like use, don't do social media. <laughs> use your mute button, honestly. Yeah, I I blocked that idiot a long time ago. And he's less than creditable website. And it's brilliant. He doesn't exist in my following in my life. And that's a good thing. And that's one thing that I am more than happy to to say. And so long as you've got people shouting about the good things, and as Ian rightly says, transformational good things. Ian and I spoke to somebody very recently who said very, very good things about how transformational it's all been. Um yeah. yeah, and how bad it was, and how before. bad it was. Yeah, so um, it's 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 an interesting question, but I think that's on each and every one of us to block out the ridiculousness. Literally, mute buttons, get rid of them. These people aren't real. Their websites aren't real. And I'd say that the majority of well-rounded. Oh, I'd like to think the majority of Yoba Town supporters are well-rounded people who don't believe an ounce of what is said in that area. So don't I wouldn't pay any attention to it. I don't I don't see it and think this is a hundred percent accurate. I'm gonna <laughs> this is these, this these is exactly spelling, what's happening. These spelling errors look so genuine. <laughs> That's definitely a real person's name who supported the club for forty eight years. <laughs> One resident of Yeovil. <laughs> At least yeah. put some effort in, mate. Jesus Christ. Okay. Just yeah, rise above it. Yeah. And it's rise okay. Above it. And it's okay to enjoy good things. 
it's okay to enjoy the fact that we've got a team winning games and scoring goals. It's okay to enjoy the fact that we've got this new behind the Thatcher stand area that's done all this amazing in, uh, environment. What's the word I'm looking for? Atmosphere. Yeah. You know, in, it's okay to enjoy those things. It really, really is. You're allowed I the, to. I think the thing is that, la- like you say, the last 18 months has conditioned us to think yeah. there's something going on. This is wrong. There's, <laughs> there, no, there, there, there's got to be, it's got to be a trap. Um, and I think it's a, to an extent, it's a good thing that I think we fell into the trap of not asking questions for so many years because we were in the football league and nobody really questioned what was going on. It was like, oh, I'm sure it will be all right. And I think a good thing that came out of what has come before the current um, ownership I is that, the name then. I didn't. I didn't. Um, was um, is that we do ask questions. And, and I think it's a good thing that people ask questions. I think it's a good people, a good thing that people are, um, I was going to say are questioning, but that's the same thing as saying that they, but they have that, <laughs> we have that mindset where we don't, where we, we have a mindset where we don't take things at face value, which I think is a good thing, but equally you can, uh, you can go too far with that and just doubt everything. And I think as everything in life is, there is, there's no, black and white in the world everything is a shade of gray and i think some people leap to the the black or the white and think well it's got to be one or the other and the reality is i mean i've lived 43 years on this on this earth and i've never known too many things in my life which are black or white they're, they're, everything is a, a different lighter or darker shade of gray i think Light or darker shade of grey. Latest hits from <laughs> Midweek of Nothingness coming out on all your <laughs> audio providers. Yeah. Coming out on CD in 1998. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, hopefully we answered that one, Robin. Hopefully you, the, there was a... There, there yeah. are people who've muted all these accounts on social media or don't have it who were saying, what the hell I, are they talking about? Exactly, I had, yeah. Genuinely, I had, to un, I had to go back and find it. Yeah. yeah, and that was a rubbish yeah, so hour in my life. Yeah, and can can I say to those people who do have those mute buttons on or don't have social media, I envy you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I really envy you sometimes. Yeah, imagine not being on Twitter or Facebook. Sounds quite nice, doesn't it? It's it so wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Callum Gold, evening, gents. One I've been wanting to ask for a while. If the Glover's cast team were ever in charge of a hypothetical team that hypothetically played in green, what roles would each member hypothetically take on? So I'm the treasurer, yeah? Finance secretary with my mathematical <laughs> skills. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. We've got the books. Glover set. Completely Glover set unbalanced. And bookkeeper. The books are in the corner on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, oh. I guess I, I guess I'm media man. I talk for a living. I say words. I interview. I I'd, commentate. I'd, I guess uh, I don't know. Ian's going to be playing central midfield. I think. Like so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Box to box. Yeah, mm. box to box. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a real real technician with the ball. <laughs> so you can be the um, media man. I'm 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 the appalling accountant. Um, what are we making Ian? What's Ian making himself? I think Ian's CEO. I think he just runs yeah. the stuff. I think he runs the joint. 
He runs this. He runs his team's five aside. <laughs> yeah. He just runs it was five versus four this week. It was <laughs> in odd numbers. And were you the one that sacrificed yourself to be part of the other I was, team? I was on the team of four. See? 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 With the young, I put myself with a young, I had some young kids on my team. They're probably See, listening. He always puts the team the ahead runners. of himself. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's no I in Perky. No, wait. Hang on. There is. <laughs> no, there isn't. Perkins. <laughs> uh, Martin Lee, in honor of the breakfast wrap, bring back at McDonald's this week. Great what news. Your pre 11 a.m. breakfast of choice on a day of indulgence. We have breakfast wraps at work. They, they make them at work. Yeah. yeah. So fairly regularly. Twice nice. a week, sometimes. My my day of indulgence is uh, breakfast is a is a bacon roll, a, a classic bacon roll. I mean, I don't mind a McDonald's bacon roll actually. Um, I I I often find them to be all right, but I would also there's a there's a, a greasy spoon I could probably call it that um, around the corner uh, just on on the way to the train station where I where I have to walk these well where I will be walking this weekend and it's usually open at from seven o'clock because there's uh, a building site around the corner. So I think they open earlier because the building site always goes in. And I always have a bacon and egg butter, as they call it up here. So, yeah, bacon and egg roll. Yeah, I'll I, call, have it. I, I called it a roll rather than a butter. And the woman looked like she wanted to smack my face off by, uh, um, for, yeah. Little Rest of up north, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> smack your face off. Um, <laughs> I, I too make my face off. <laughs> Take my picture. Anything that you can, uh, breakfast food that's cooked in bread goes a long way. I I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Sarah's Dairy in Ilminster. Fantastic establishment. Does a wonderful breakfast sandwich at any time of the day. And also, if anyone's ever been to cricket at Headingley Stadium, there's a greasy spoon cafe there called Ugly Mugs. And in a yesteryear, I worked as a steward at Headingley Stadium, and we used to do really long days for cricket. And that day always used to start at Ugly Mugs at half past ridiculous in the morning with the most greasy, massive fry-up, the full mashings. Yeah, big fan. In your role as a steward, did you ever try to employ people without permission? Uh, No, no, I didn't. No. No. Although I did have to deal with rugby players, which is similar, I guess. Mm. Did you ever make a giant vat of stew? As AI suggested that uh, when stewards were going to stew. Stewards going to stew. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know. I had, okay. I had at least three separate people go, what is this picture? And I was like, stewards going to stew. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I think you said it so quickly on last podcast that they didn't notice um, that you said it. Anyway. Easter egg. Can't have one uh, almost a pro... Well, soon enough, mate. Soon enough. Got to stop the kids having them. Um, Mr. Pro Pilot. Blah, blah, blah. Mr. Pro Pilot. Uh, if, you're, uh, if your current employers hosted a parents' evening type event, what would they say? <laughs> D minus. Must try harder. <laughs> David doesn't concentrate enough in maths. <laughs> Please buy him a calculator. I was I was always um, my parents' evening. My report back was always talks too much in class. <laughs> mine mine would mine would be about I make I make 
unnecessary dad jokes on air. Mm. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. We we can <laughs> we can vouch for that one. Yeah. It's not um, my there's there's a virtual horse called Egg. He always scrambles home for third. It just I mean come uh, on. It's a dear idea. Um, will what Martin I Hellier be the one? This to... is Ben's reality, or this is ju- this is another joke. Is no, there... that, there... a... no, there yeah. is, there is, yeah, it's it's, it's very true. What? Right, okay. I don't want to go into what why there's a virtual. It's fine. Move on. Move on. Another question. Move somewhere, on. someone chuckles while they hear that, don't they? And that's the only. And for that person, is the only reason I do it. <laughs> one day you'll make. Uh, but... <clears throat> Will Martin Hellier be the one to guide us back up <clears throat> to the EFL, even after what's happened recently? I'm not sure what the what's happened recently stuff is. Maybe all the noise this week, the nonsense this week. Nonsense. Um, I hope so. Momentum. Oh, yeah. It's momentum. Momentum. Yeah. Ah. The person we spoke to uh, last night told us that the National League is the Hardest I'm going to have to start doing. Oh, person we spoke to last night, Claxon. Person we mm. spoke to last night, Claxon. Please don't, please don't give it away. Don't do it. Um, I'm not going to. I think, so long as he continues to trust the managers to do his job and leave the people who are football people in charge of the football, yeah, why Why not? Why not? It's, got, right it's gone all right this far. Yeah. I see no reason why it can't continue. And the, uh, and, uh, and I, be... Go on. Sorry, Dave. We were both making noises at each other. You went, I was going to say, and let's be honest, the way that you get to the EFL is by the football, isn't it? The nonsense, are, the nonsense removed from off the pitch uh, isn't, isn't anything to do with it. It's, um, it's just what goes on on the pitch that will, um, that will get you there. Mm-hmm. So, go on. We're on our way. We're on our way. Um, do we really ever want the fan, uh, the, the club, to be fan owned? And if so, what are the pros and cons? Our fans are probably the cons because they'll never agree. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I I think the money is probably uh, another another thing as <laughs> yeah. well, isn't it? Because uh, I I don't know um, too many Yeovil fans who can could suddenly. Mark Cooper rang him up and say, "Oh, I need a need defender." They're going to be able to dip the hand in the pocket and go, "Oh yeah, I got a bonus last week." There you go. I'll put it towards Alex Fisher. Yeah. Let me ring up someone who used to play for Coombs and Nicholas. <laughs> exactly. Probably I know a guy. That level. Yeah. I know a guy. <laughs> Don't get him started. Hi Ryan. How you doing, <clears throat> Ryan Peasland? Good shout. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the time and. There's a question from John Tosaurus, which I think we should take away for the oh. next recording. Okay. Uh, a YTFC 11 consisting of players who have earned at least a cap for their nation, and you can only use one country per position. Oh. Okay. Nice. All right. We'll come back to that. So we'll now. take that away. Um, Facebook. Facebook questions. Uh I'm going there unless you're already there, Dave. I'm going to beat you. Well, out, I wasn't. I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And I was thinking, how have we strung this out for an hour and twenty? Minutes? I know. It was <laughs> all the jokes at the start. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. Oh, there's nine comments. Goodness me. There'll be some. Uh, there's a question about 
Taunton's pitch, which we've done that one. Mm-hmm. Um, three of this is from Tim Hubble. Three of Yeovil's four defeats this season have been on artificial services. How do we overcome this? Someone supplies this already. Win on grass. grass. <laughs> Win on grass. That's what we do. Or win on artificial surfaces that also overcomes the issue like at worthing when i was there mm. yeah. and at tunbridge when you're going to be there uh sean mumford says has dave considered giving up going to away fixtures until promotion is guaranteed seeing as he's the curse i've already snapped <laughs> back at you, uh, you uh sean and i i make no apologies for it yeah, and then Clevo replied to that. Cleveland replied to that. A few winning draws in there. Yeah, I don't know. I never <laughs> suggested that all of the games I'd been to away from home were wins, Clevo. I never suggested that. All I suggested was that they weren't all defeats. Admittedly, there are a number of defeats in there, but yeah. Sorry, Tim Hubble, actually, the Taunton pitch question, he asked, do you think there's any possibility Truro could end up completing their home fixtures at Hewish Park? I thought it was a really interesting comment from Mark Cooper. He said, in an event like this, the National League should offer teams that have still got to play away at Truro the chance to flip it round, which is interesting. Now, I don't see that happening because we've already played them. Now, Torquay might be able to do that because they haven't played them at all yet. But we haven't. We've obviously played them at home already. I can't see them ever allowing two home games against the same team. I... I mean, it's just shove us in the away end. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? I, but I, it's an interesting theory. I, I stick my neck on the line. I don't finish. I don't think they finished the season at Wordsworth Drive. Ben's neck is on the line. Mm. There you have it. Right, Dave, go well on Saturday. Thank you. We, I suppose we should. Bring... You're all looking disappointedly at me already, <laughs> aren't you? Like I've done something. Yeah, wrong. I said that with a like. Uh... <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> yeah, right. I promise not to um, go to the weekend after. How about that? And we should probably say we've the Tunbridge Angels have oh, not yeah. been able to provide us with a foot to put in the opposition camp this weekend, no, unfortunately. No, no. Hugh, get out the Wilston Raider, Ming. You got no fans. So people can listen to your chat with Kevin Brown instead on match day morning if they wish to on their travels. They can. They can. And the amount of people who've messaged me about that and said, God, I forgot Kevin Brown. He was a decent player, wasn't he? <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, and he was. He was a good player. If you saw the two seasons he had with us, he was a good player. There we go. Cheers, lads. Speak Cheers. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's standing by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trump. Goal!